Hey everybody, it's Talking Jake here, and I want to tell you about a new podcast and video series you're not going to want to miss. The Deal. Every week, A-Rod and Bloomberg reporter Jason Kelly speak with big-time athletes, entertainers, executives, Maria Sharapova, Strahan, Jeter, and more. The Deal takes you behind the scenes into those worlds of sports, media, and entertainment. From Bloomberg Podcasts and Bloomberg Originals, you can listen to The Deal on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Today is September 10th. The Yankees lost series to the Brewers. They just had a wild kind of crazy finish in game three that we were going to have a lot of fun and probably talk uh, fun and sarcastically about, but uh, other news just dropped. Let's talk Yanks. Um, Joe's is here. BBD is here. No talking Jake today. I've never called him talking Jake like that in my life. I don't know how that just slipped That's out. No Jake weird. here today. Joe's is in my seat, so this is exciting. It's what I usually get people usually see when where I'm sitting. And Joe's, how are you? I was all right until like a second ago. Honestly, I was honestly all right. Yankees lost a series. I'm already like, hey, you know, season, whatever. It's just fall training, whatever it is, or September training, whatever you want to call it. And then we get the news on Jason Dominguez. And now like I'm 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 a mess. 48 seconds ago, it came out that uh, Jason Dominguez has a torn UCL, so he'll get Tommy John. The Yankees. Um, is it on his throwing arm? Uh, this yeah, they is said right arm before the game. So it's on his throwing arm. And I guess we'll recap the series and do awards and all that. But holy smokes. I mean, this happened to Glaber right before he came up. Yeah. The Yankees team has to be the team with the most position player Tommy Johns in the last five years. Didi, Hicks, Glaber, Dominguez now. I feel like there's another one I'm forgetting somewhere. I feel like there's um, another. A little more than five years, but yeah, in the in the recent stretch. Sucks. Sucks. So our Gary 2016 electric debut and introduction to the Yankees is what, one week? One week, Ooh. he had four home runs, got player of the week, and now he's out. And, and this is a games, late. Think. So now he's going to miss the first half of the year, right? It's eight to ten months. I mean, Bryce Harper was the quickest one to come back from it. And and he, and he had to just DH for however long. Jim, this is the worst thing that could happen because the Yankees needed Jason Dominguez to be good so that the plans for next year are... Yanks are kind of like snake bit right now. It's it's it sucks. It really does. The Yankee they just got their deadline trade for next year, man. Don't you don't got to make a move when you got Dominguez coming off the IL. I don't know if I could just so, throw him in a major league game like that. No, it's his first time dealing with a major injury. He's twenty years old. It's going to be he's going to want to rush the recovery time so bad. When you're young like that, yeah, there's no way to have patience with the process and take your time and all that. Like he, this kid is going to want to rush back, and the Yankees are going to have to like work with that. And and I'm not saying that as a knock, right? Yeah, that's just how it, human nature of being 20 years old, thinking you're young and invincible. Because up to this point, he has been pretty invincible. So. That stings. When did it happen? Yeah. Did he like air one out? Does it does it just happen over time? Has to just happen over time. 
Could it have been on the stolen base? I don't. I mean, I don't know. I can't remember the way he slid on the stolen base. But pretty that's brutal that's news. Very brutal. Uh, after a really really wacky game, but yeah, that's the update. Dominguez has a dude that sucks. So bad, <laughs> Jim. Me and you were like, like we were like almost blushing watching him play. Like, oh man, he hit the homers, and when he hit the homer, it was like, oh man, wait until he gets back into Yankee Stadium, and it just gives you this whole positive outlook for what next year could be. Because to be honest, the free agency is not that great for next year, and then this happens, and you just feel like, now what? I don't know. This sucks, man. Being able to like have him penciled in center fielder, top four hitter in the lineup next year, like made this offseason feel so much less daunting. Switch like hitter. obviously you're gonna have to do with a lot of switch stuff hitter, the team, lefty. But... Yeah. I don't know what now they need a they need a center fielder. All right. Well, that saves a lot of conversations. Other stuff happened in the series. I guess we can get into it. Some housekeeping is Dominguez is down. <laughs> Severino. Yeah, we can get that in game one. That's that's a bummer. They also um, who was it? The guy that that pitched today, Misowitz. Um, they called him and Brown up. What's the other guy's name? They called um, him. Oh, uh, for the, um, blank. Oh, uh, Bowman? Matt, Matt Bowman, 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 not Brown. Uh, Nick they sent down at some point. They sent down Crook and Marinaccio. Just needed arms. And they don't like Marinaccio. So you uh, use him, abuse him, lose him. That's uh, their path with him. I don't know why. Well, He's been he's know. been having a bad go of it. I yeah, know yeah. Triple A yeah. hadn't been going great of late. Yeah, so needed them for a day. So, old timers day happened, and the old timers love Blitzball Blitz, Jimmy. Speaking of old timers, I mean we have the oldest matchup kicking off our live stream of Blitzball Blitz on the Warehouse Game <laughs> Channel next Thursday. Me and Jake versus Joe's and Lou. Uh, baggage versus pinstripe strong. If you've been watching uh, Blitzball battles, it's a it's an eventful rematch. Not mu- not so much for like uh, top level skill, but maybe top level drama. So tune in Warehouse Games, Blitzball Blitz, and the biggest thing is that your Yankees fans, you know all about Billy's. Well, we will be playing the postseason at Billy's. We're playing the games inside of Billy's. Billy's is a huge theater. You can come, you can bring your, um, well, your kids, bring your parents, if your mm-hmm. parents bring your kids, cause anyone under 21 can come. So it should just be a whole fun time. We're like building a mini stadium with mini walls and cameras and, and we're live streaming from there. So you, if you're not local, you can watch the live stream, but it should be, it should be a ton of fun. Uh, there's early access tickets right now where you can get in there an hour early get your uh, the seat you want. You get the cu- a custom shirt. You get to put your name into a raffle to be part of content. Maybe like go on the field and uh, take at bats against us. There's only 50 available. I think a decent amount have gone already. And then there's general admission tickets for 30 bucks each. Get you into Billy's 11 a.m. Enjoy the two semifinal games and then the championship game of our uh, Blitz Bowl Blitz. Yankees game starts that night too. So, I mean, 
No overlap. You can be a little talking Yanks meet and greet. Be whatever you want. We'll be there and hanging out. All it's right, let's get into these link, games. Links in the bio. Let's get into these games quickly. Jake's not here to burn them. I can just run through. I'll just let's just group the first two together because they're the same this game. It's the same game. The same game. Um and here's what happened in the games like of note. Uh in game one, you had Luis Severino versus Colin Ray for the Brewers. Both give up two earned runs and don't make it through the fifth inning. Sevy had one final pitch where then it looked like he got shot in the gut and got, had to leave, and that was really sad. And uh, we'll talk about that. Once the starting pitchers came out, the Brewers' bullpen shut the Yankees down completely. Zero hits, zero runs. The Yankees' bullpen did the opposite. Brito came in. He was good for two innings and then let off a, a double. Loisega replaced him. He got hit around ground mm. balls. Weissert came in. I mean, uh, unwatchable ground balls everywhere. Tommy Canley comes in. Is okay. So Loisega and Weissert blow it. The Yankees don't get that many hits. Only three hits. One of them was a two-run homer from Jason Dominguez. That was like a line drive rocket. Uh, it looks so awesome nice. shot. And it was like, oh, cool. And then nothing happened after that. The next game was old timers day, super long rain delay. Another game where the score was close, tied at two going into the eighth inning. Final score ends up being nine to two. (laughs) Wade Miley couldn't get out of the fourth inning, but their bullpen comes in and just shuts the Yankees down. Uh, 5.1 innings pitch, one, two, three, four, 5.1 innings pitch. Zero earned runs from their bullpen. Uh, on the other hand, the Yankees, Kinger has a pretty good start. Five innings pitch, one earned run. Weissert comes out, gets the job done this time. Wandy gets the job done. Loisig gets knocked around again. Soft contact galore. Ground balls finding holes galore. Uh, and Matt Crook came in. Uh, zero innings pitched. He faced four batters, two hits, two walks. Not good. Not Yanks good. lose. Um, like you said, it's like the same two games. It's like a copycat. But this is, yeah. I feel like these two games showed you the difference that the Yankees, I mean, I, you didn't need these two games to see them, but the difference between the team and the Brewers, not even a, not like the top of the league, but the difference between a good team and a bad team. And they pull away late. They put the bat on the ball all over the place. They're annoying to face. And, um, they win the games that are close, and they made them I not do, close. I do wonder, man, if the Yankees' philosophy of having all these uh, sinker ball relievers is going to start to bite them in the foot if more teams start going the route of having contact hitters and yep. balance in their lineup. Because when teams really were just like power swing, power swing, and there's uh, defensive shifts to help out pitchers who have – like pitchers who allow balls in play – the defensive shifts help them out a lot. Now, teams are changing their offensive profile to go uh, with the new rules. Yes. And sinker ball pitchers now let the ball get in play a lot, but the defense can't be significantly shifted for that. And that's what we saw in these two games. Like Loisega, uh, Weissert sinker got hit a bunch. And, you know, Clay was decent. Clay was good, but that's happened to him this year where it's like, mm. Everyone being a sinker ball induced the ground ball without the shifts and stellar defense. When you face a team like the Brewers who don't strike out and just right. put the ball in play, find holes doesn't really work. 
You know, I, I think that the Yankees need to kind of diversify their analytical approach, and maybe that's what they're going to do in the offseason, but it just felt like, hey, this way is kind of working, so let's just stack the deck that one way, like how they did in 2019, juice balls. Oh, let's stack the deck with righties that can go the other way because the ball's flying out, and then now a couple of years later, you're kind of stuck when the league changes. Um, so I think you got to diversify your team, and it's funny because you look at that 98 team, <clears throat> And what that team was and the way that Jeter was talking about the team. And he was saying that, yeah, I mean, Brocious was like our MVP and Mr. T asked him to bunt. And it was like nobody batted an eye. Like it was just like a diversity of just different players that do different kind of things. They all have different tools. Some people could hit the ball out. Some people could hit the ball the other way, stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, maybe that's something that needs to change and have like a, you know, analytical approach Toward the game said he's going to do it. People. I, like, hope. even though it's Glaber and he's your hottest hitter, in that 10th inning, you haven't gotten a hit all game. And you have Glaber and then stand up. And you can win the game if you bunt in the third and then have a sack fly. Like, kind what? of like Glaber should be bunting there. Well, the swing he took, too, at the ball at the top of the zone, looks like he was just trying to hit the ball over the wall. And I'm like, we don't, I mean, you don't necessarily, I mean, you'll take it if you got it, but it didn't look like you needed to necessarily go for that kind of swing, you know, but. Yeah. We'll Anything see. else on these games? I mean, we can do individual stuff, like talk about Sevy in the award yeah. section and Weissert and when you want to knock around or praise. Um, on the, like, bullpen composition note up. I'll give the Yankees half benefit of the doubt that okay. like over the last couple of years, like they've they've had a few different bullpen like they were all strikeout guys in 2018, 19, and they migrated to to the sinker ballers and stuff. I think they're they're definitely gonna be open to changing the profile. Yes, but Joe's is right. Whatever they want it to be, they're all that. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, and I agree with that as well. That they they should have a few different guys. Cause sometimes you want a strikeout, right? sometimes different you want a grounder. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes you're like good third baseman's out. You don't don't want as many grounders. Yeah, I don't know if there's Yankees anything else in these personal games. Third baseman. These games became forgettable mighty quick toward the end. They were like good games, and then it became not good games. You so. could turn. You quickly became able to turn that off. Yeah. Yeah. When this game two happened, I was watching it. And I was just like, "This is the same. This is the same thing. This is the same thing as yesterday. This stinks." Stinks. They put All right, game three. They put How do you even today, recap Jim. this one? Jim, they put a graphic today. I think it was like toward the seventh. No, it was late. It was like the eighth or ninth inning. That the Yankees had seven total hits to that point. Like the whole series. And I'm like, man. Sucked. Wasn't good. <laughs> Wasn't good at all. Uh, all right. And, well, game three. Yanks got to get a win. Otherwise, they get swept. Brewers trying to stay in first place. So big game for them. You got two aces on the bump and Burns and Cole and the aces did their thing. Cole goes seven innings pitched, three hits, zero earned runs, nine Ks, only yelled at Rortvet 20 times throughout the course of the game. <laughs> on the looks. other side, Burns went eight innings pitched, zero hits, two walks. They bring in Devin Williams. He goes one innings pitch, zero hits. They bring in Uribe. He goes one innings pitch, zero hits. And then finally, uh, in the 11th inning, Piamps comes up. And Oswaldo Cabrera says, not in the 11th, suckers. 
you had your chance to no hit us and you didn't get any runs zero through 10 no hit they break it up in the 11 tie the game then brewers take the lead because you got to go to nick ramirez and he's instant runs and he gives up three so now they got the lead and you're like great let's end this thing we're not getting no hit whatever stands hits a two-run shot to tie it and when i saw that that was a tie Tying shot and a go-ahead shot. I was like, oh, boy, we're going to go to the 12th in this gross <laughs> grossness. And we did. And then guess what? Higgy, the catcher who doesn't get to play anymore because Wells is young and because Cole likes to boss around Rortvet, <laughs> comes up, hits the lefty because that's all he does, gets his first walk-off as a Yankee, and uh, we end on a good note until we get the surgery news for Dominguez and yeah. bad note. But. I don't I don't know if I'd call this game fun. It happened. it happened and it was wild. And Joe's thoughts on this game are brought to you by Shady Rays. Today's episode is sponsored by Shady Rays. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by loss and broken replacement guarantee. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back as long after you purchase. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code YANKS for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. And that offer now applies to the custom Jimmy and Jake collab shades. Wow. Wow. And those are good sunglasses. I've seen them. I've tried them on. I like them. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use code YANKS. Yeah, I like yes. Shader Rays because they're super lightweight, so I don't make my face sweat. The guy said, yeah, it's some light, like a lot of people think sunglasses have to be heavy for them to be nice, but they like the lightweight. And I was like, yeah, I, I hate heavy sunglasses. Make my whole face get sweaty. So Even this game was kind of like a roller coaster you go on, and it was a little too rickety, and you're like, that was – I'm glad we did it, but I'm not going to go on that roller coaster again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you waited on the line for the roller coaster, and you were told that there might be a delay, but there wasn't. You yeah. got on the roller coaster, and at the end, you're like, you know what? That's not for me. I did it. Uh, yeah, but that's not for halfway me. through. Fine. You were like, are we gonna die? Yeah, this, this thing feel safe. safe. I don't like that. Uh, but, no hit for ten innings. Yes, yeah. I will. I will say that 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 part of it was my least favorite part. Uh, my favorite part of the game was watching Cole and Rortfrit interact. I mean, they're just, the whole time, he's like looking into his gloves, shaking his head. You know, BBD mentioned, he looks like he just wants to throw the ball through that kid. Um, and I feel like after the game, he tells him, man, you did a great job. Like, I feel like he wants that. Like, that gets him like an extra motivation to like hate him a little bit during the game. And I like that. But it's really love. I don't know, man. It's... <laughs> It's pretty bizarre. Uh, like, I've never seen someone hate their personal catcher so much. Like, we've we know Cole is hard, and Boone admits it that he's like very demanding of his catchers and all that shit. But like that sequence, I don't know what inning it was, but I it, I tweeted it out. It was um, man, maybe the fifth or the sixth. I forget. He he has 
It's uh, who is it? It was a lefty. He has him two strikes, right? Three, two pitch, yeah. three, two pitch. And I, and he's just emphatically shaking no on the mound. Like, like, no, no. Like, that's what it looks like. You're like, are these fake shakes? And I don't think so. Cause he's done this a lot to Rort vet. Never seen him do that. Almost like, how could you think I want to throw that? And then he throws <laughs> a cutter down and in. Gets the swing and a miss. So Cole is like, told you, dummy. Yeah. That's the pitch you should have called. Rortvet lets it go to the wall. Oh, that's and the one. As Rortvet's chasing it down to throw the runner out at first base, Cole never breaks stride walking to the dugout. Basically, like, you better throw him out, Benny. Otherwise, we have a fucking problem. And it's a really close play. DJ has to stretch. They have to rifle it down. And Cole never breaks stride walking to the dugout. And then he gets to the top step and he's just shaking his head. He had a he had a one, two, three inning. Like nothing went wrong. So he's shaking his head about Rortvet. And he's just shaking his head like, oh my fucking God, what are we doing? Then the next inning, the next inning, he strikes out the righty, Canna, on a swing and miss that Rortvet doesn't catch. So Angel Hernandez thinks it's a foul ball and Cole knows there's one shot of Cole just shaking his head. Like, are you like, are you kidding me? Cause Rortvet goes to tag him and scramble. And then, and then Angel's like, no, it's a foul ball. I don't know if the Yankees didn't have a challenge left or they didn't want to challenge it, but they, it has to live. So like it call, you know, Cole's fuming. Like, well, if you just catch it, it doesn't even matter <laughs> if it's a foul ball. Um, so Benny's having got a tough too. go, man. Yeah, Rodfett almost got him. I think uh, he was throwing a ball because for some reason Cole was just straight up. Well, to cover home because there was a run on third. Yeah, and then he throws over over Cole to second, and and uh, was he safe or out? I don't remember. But Cole looked at him after that, like, "Come on, dude!" Like it was like, "Yo, bro, like relax." Like it's not. <laughs> he loves to hate him. But I feel like after that, he reminds him every game, like, hey, you know, I love you, man. You're doing great. Like, and Rorvet's confused. He's like, I don't know. Am I doing good or bad? Cole's doing his postgame presser right now. I want to see if he says anything. I had a, in my head, I, I thought about, like, if Rorvet has to do this for a couple more years, like, just that's his only gig, Cole's catcher, but he gets, like, just abused the whole time. Like, his, his book would be, like, my time with Cole. <laughs> like... <laughs> Um, flashing Randy uh, Johnson, yeah. dude. It's 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 a like event in and of itself. I don't want Wells to catch call. I want to keep seeing this. Yeah, I do feel bad for Rortvet. I agree. And and Boone did tell us that Wells will catch Cole once before the end of the year. I think it might be the next time out because I got the Pirates. I believe is going to be Cole's next start. So a little what to watch for two series from now. Give Rortvet a, a nice little break. You know, he needs at least one like a respite. Yeah, I want them to ask him about it. I don't know. I don't know that they have or if they will, but yeah, that was game three. Piggy with the walk off. <laughs> yeah, he's like, nah, I'm good. Let's, uh, we'll pivot to awards, which are brought to you by DraftKings. Can you believe we've had seven months without an NFL game? Crazy, right? Well, good thing that's over. NFL's here. I got red zone on, uh, the, um, Chargers are about to tie or take the lead. Spoiler. You can bet $5. What's their deal? You, um, 
Customers get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just five bucks on an NFL game. So you put $5 down, mm-hmm. they give you 200 bonus bets to mess around with. You put all of those on the Yanks to make the playoffs. You're probably a millionaire when that hits. Download now. Use code Yanks to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly for just for for instantly just for betting five bucks. Code Yanks on that drafting sports with an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. All right, ready? Mink man, here we go. One, two, one, two, three, four. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for your gambling problem. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, ccdkng.co slash football for eligibility. Terms and responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after insurance. Eligibility.posit. Restrictions apply. Good job. That's that's crazy. Great job. Stop making us read all that. Great know, job. Learn some brevity over brevity over there. <laughs> uh, Pride of the Yankees. You get Pride to go first, Joe, because you're, uh, you're replacing Jake. Yes. Um... Well, it's a tough series to give it to anybody because the hitting wasn't good and I don't really know, but you guys did it already and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give it to the kid that has to lose his season now and I'm going to go ahead and give it to Jason Dominguez because you gave us so much hope and um, I'm still excited for you. Just take your time. Hopefully you don't rush back and I'll give it to Jason Dominguez. Had a two-run homer in this series and you know, he had in this homestand also had that E.T. stuff and he was having a blast until he wasn't. That was this series? No, that was last series, series. before. But this homestand. Oh, uh, this, this homestand, homestand yeah. yeah. But he um, hit another home run here in Yankee Stadium, hit one a two run homer in this series and good for him. And his first stolen base as well. Yeah, I was proud of him. Player of the week. Love. On yes. to doing more player of the week. And your pride. My pride. Always yes. hurt. Yeah, dude, the steal was nice. Uh, Kay saying he has resting, like, happy face or smile face was pretty funny. Kind of is. Yeah, that's where he face. lives. I need a resting, happy face. You have resting face. Jason. Okay, thanks. Uh, Jason Dominguez says, this is by Pete Caldera. He says that the plan is to go through a surgery as soon as possible. You're right, Jim. He's going to try to rush through it. Uh, yeah, but yeah. that's that's uh, pro athletes will, uh, especially non pitchers. And he's he's twenty. I, like I'm, I he's hope had, no one took that as me knocking him. That's just he's been like he's had no injuries that we know about in the minor leagues. Like this is this guy not used to this. Um, yeah, so that's that's tough. Passon noted in his tweet. Position players have returned in as little as six months before. I'm guessing he's going to try really hard to make it that soon. Yeah. Um, but most position players, it's like nine to ten months. What was Hicks? Hicks was, well, he was he was funny because he did it right at the end and then pandemic year. Mm. So he was back by opening day, which was end of July. But I think he would have been ready for early June. Yeah, Didi came back. He didn't, like he didn't air it out right? for a long time. Like he just didn't throw the ball. Yeah, it was like yeah. visibly different. Yeah, he didn't. He did not air it out. Let's hope it's fine. I mean, we haven't really seen Bryce Harper throw like that that much now. Yeah, he hasn't played the outfield yet, right? So, 
I'm going to give my pride of the Yankees to Garrett Cole. I mean, uh, yes. somehow he lowered his ERA. What's it at now? Two eight zero or Dude, did those last couple check. innings get him even lower? It should be. I think he was two nine coming in two seven nine. Yeah, and they got it to two seven. That's awesome, man. In a year where like not a lot of people are in the twos, it's him and Sonny, right? That's kind of it. Yeah. So it's really. Uh, I thought it. I, I thought it was really sharp today and really yeah, fun to good. watch. Um, the cutter was working, and that was a pitch that he was like scrapped a little bit last year. Uh, he threw a high cutter to one of their lefties. Who was it? He threw a 12-6 to six breaking ball that looked awesome on the inside corner uh, to one of the – I think it was after that foul tip that you talked about. Oh, yeah. Through that curveball, I was like, ooh, that was nasty. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, he was – he looked really good. Um, so, he's my pride. Cy oh. Young, kind of a shit that it's, it's wasted in um, this year. But it's good to have nice things in bad years, I guess. It's better than having bad things in bad years. I can't believe we only got a week of Jason and like we don't even know how like you don't even know how real one week is, man. Like we were going to get five weeks. That was going to be enough. You know, if you went the whole five weeks, like you have no idea. Pitchers didn't get a chance to pitch him a, a, a second time. And and like you didn't get a chance for there'd be a scouting report and then him to have to deal with that. And you just the whole, what we were getting aiming for is, is wasted and we have to do it again. This we know he's, we know he has the raw, raw abilities to be a big leaguer. Yeah. And that's awesome. You know what I mean? Like usually you see a guy deal with this and then deal with that. Yeah. You would have loved to see how he adjusted the adjustment, you know, because that's usually what happens. And this year sucks, man. It's, it's, there's a lot of take from this year, you know? I thought we've suffered enough. And it was like, okay, now have your happiness. You won't make the playoffs. But now it's like, nah, take this one on the way out. 2023 yeah. sucks. For the Yankees. <sighs> uh, but congrats to Cole. Yes, congrats, congrats to Cole. Cole. Basically, and Sonny's the only person even close to challenging him for the Cy Young right now. Still three or four starts left for him. But, uh, yeah, Seem, seems on his way to something we know he wants. Right. Might as well get it. Yeah. Everyone else also got hurt and went away. But Yeah. Nothing he can do about that. He was better anyway. Um, He's good. You just needed his personal catcher. You Yankee motherfucker. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Here we go. We- who are you giving this to? You got to go first. Mm, let's go ahead and give it to. Jeez, oh, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give it to. Um, I'm going to give it a Weiser, man. It's just tough. It's tough. Huh. Um, <laughs> it, it almost feels mean, but it's kind of tough. It's tough sometimes to watch him pitch. Um, huh. I think we said that in our group chat. Or you said that, Jim, where it was just like, oh, man, I just can't. I, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to watch, you know. So you said it about, um, who was it that you said his auto runs? Um, Ramirez. Ramirez. And it just, I feel the same sometimes about Weissert, where it's like, 
usually ground ball sometimes find your infielders. His just like find the holes every single time, and it's tough. So I feel well, like even if we had the like, shift, it wouldn't matter. He reminds me of like me. Maybe that's why I'm hard <laughs> on him. I just like, I don't know. You just watch his pitches and you're like, those are versions of what the other guys do. Sure. Just like if I can identify it so quickly, like out your hand, I think they can too. Um, and Ramirez is just a, they're just a mirror image of each other. Yeah. Just the same guy, yeah. just throwing with a different arm. And, and Weissert got the job done in in his second, in the second game. But when he was first one out in the game, Second game, I was like, what the fuck? This is a tie game in the sixth inning, guys. But he got it done. Yeah. So good job. Good job. Um, brutal. How many MFers has he gotten this year? This year? I mean, he's he's barely been around, right? So it can't be, can't be that can't much. Be too many. Uh, this is his second. The okay. first was. I'll find it. I probably have less employee of the most. <laughs> uh, first was in the A series. Not the mm. one Domingo threw the perfect game in. All right. Who gave it to him, me or Jake? Uh, I believe it was Jake. Look at that. Yeah. Wow. Everyone, everyone says I'm so tough on him. I never even given him an effort. In that series, you gave Aaron Hicks and Jake Bowers the. Why don't you go enjoy yourself while I ice my balls and spit up blood award? They split it. It was the first award you gave out that day. <laughs> gave a wedding, twofer. We, wedding crashers. Uh, Willie Calhoun got the thud butt award. <laughs> <laughs> um, the season's so long. It's a long. I year. will. Willie Calhoun. How about it? I will give my M effort. To and this might come out of nowhere for some people, but I'm giving it to DJ LeMahieu. Um, he had the most at bats with zero hits, twelve at bats, zero hits uh, in this series, and he was on a real good run. And it was something we didn't have to worry about. And I need him to have a good September so I can go into next year and say I, I don't have to worry about DJ. He found himself DJ's DJ. I think last week I gave him that award, like he is him, and then he wasn't. So. He's, I'm taking it personal almost. Like, he made me look like a fool. I just told everyone you're back. If someone hadn't been watching the games, they listened to last week's episode, and they're like, oh, Jimmy says DJ's back, and then they watch these three games. They're like, Jimmy doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> DJ made me look like a fool, and now he's now he's the MFer. Damn. That sucks. I mean, it, he, looked, he looked like he was shooting for the short porch a lot more, though, in this series. And they ended up being like lazy fly balls to right. So maybe their pitching's really good. Yeah, their pitching's so. really good. But yeah, I mean, a lot of a lot of at bats. No homers. No hits. No hits, that's what I meant to say. No homers, too. That's good. Well arch good. Um there's so many other people that could have gotten it too. Offensively. Oh, yeah, like everyone. You get to give out a first award here. Uh, yeah. You might 
maybe wanting to give out the AG1 award. I don't know. You could if you wanted to, but AG1 is sponsoring this award that Joe's is giving out. And all great athletes have one thing in common. They take care of their bodies. Even uh, mm. even David Wells. And uh, a lot of them take AG1. That's why I'm a huge fan. AG1 is great for recovery, before workout, or even after when you need a boost. AG1 is so much more than a greens powder. It's all of your key health products in one. Set yourself up for success with 75 high-quality ingredients that give you key daily nutrients, long-term gut health. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then AG1 has given you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash yanks. Drinkag1.com slash yanks. Yes. Jim, I'm going to be giving out the, well, my first award here. It's going to be the Game of Thrones Award. Well, the Game of Thrones Award. I got to try and guess. Yeah. Um, there's some talking points I know we have to hit that maybe we haven't hit yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna maybe you you want to talk about Severino. It is Luis Severino, a great <laughs> beginning and a bad end. Um, that was Game of Thrones. Started out great. Started out. I mean, you're thinking about great. And then um, the end of it was like, what happened here? Redo the last season. The last two, please. And, you know, yeah. I feel bad. I feel really bad. I said my, I watched that post-game press conference with him and watching him in tears saying he can't even move. And it was, and it broke my heart. It really did because I remember Severino coming up. And then it went from that to then me getting to know his family and me being cool with him and, and all of that stuff. And I felt really bad for Severino, the person. Because he, you know, the best ability sometimes is availability. Not sometimes, all the time. And he just hasn't been able to stay healthy. You know, sometimes he'll, you know, for different reasons. You know, so, um, and that was a tough voice note for me to send him, try to tell him, you know, keep your spirits up. And what can you tell a guy like that? It just... um. It sucks to see that, and, you know, the fact that this might be the end of his Yankee career like this, um, I will be somebody that will be rooting for Severino to do well for him in his future going forward, and um, that sucks. So I still get do we, do we know what the injury is yet? I know they said left side at first, then they did it clarify it's a further. high-grade oblique strain. They didn't mm. say specifically what grade, but I diagnosed like a that. big injury. That's like his second one, right? Isn't it the second uh, oblique? I think he's obliqued before. Yeah, I, I oh, hate yeah, to accuse him of that. Yeah, he said there. He said it felt like he got shot, uh, which is kind of what you hear from people who get like the oblique strain like that. So should yeah. be should be fine by by spring training ish, but but uh, you can't. Those can really linger, so that, that really sinks for him. Yeah, feel bad for him, bummer, man. He looked like he was going to be like a. I mean, back in 2017, that season was like great. Severino. First half for 2018 too. I mean, he just looked so good. And then uh, for if you would have told me that this is what it would have been now in 2023, back then I would have never believed you. And here we are. Sucks. Who do you want to see get starts? Do you want to see Brito get starts? Vasquez get starts. King. 
Well, he's going to, but someone's going to replace Seve now. Oh, yes. Um, I thought you meant like in the future. Um, I'm going to oh, no, see. Re- rest of this year. Hmm. I'm saying Brito. I think Brito. Uh, like to see him get some starts. You know, why not? Um, I don't I don't want Brito to fall into these roles because sometimes the Yankees, they did this with Chad Green. They did this with, um, I think they did it with Sessa for a little bit. They also did it uh, with King where it's like, you start to perform really good at a role and the Yankees don't even want to move you from there ever again. And you're like, hey, I was kind of like a starter. Uh, but yeah, I'd like to see him start just to give him the opportunity. Yeah, he's earned it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, he's had... He's learned how to get outs to some degree. Obviously, it's the whole season's been a pretty small sample for him on you right. know as far as baseball goes. But he's learned to get outs in the bullpen at least. I'm, I would hate to close the door on him starting now. For sure. How many more games in three weeks left or something like that? Isn't it like fifteen? Yeah. I don't know. Those About 15. I saw. We're in the one forties somewhere. Yeah, but that was game 143. So there's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 30, 14, 15, 16, 17, 19 games left. 19 games. Well, One week. Stay healthy. That's three weeks. So we got three, three more seven, episodes eight. with Boone. And we're getting some number after. Isn't it two? Right. Well, uh, I don't know. I forget. Yeah. And it, it was. Yeah. I think we wanted one, but we. Yeah. I think the way we. They'll be. In I forget. Some I forget. sort of postseason. Anyway. Some sort of postseason might be just one like before Christmas. Um, mm. Or just two, three. I forget. But anyway. We'll see. Um, I'm going to give my award to the, um, or my, not, I can always say that. I'm going to give out the caution. Rolling downhill. I thought he froze. Award. I, my brain kind of froze. It's not a good one. Caution rolling downhill. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, this is somebody that could be trending downward, but you want to stop it. Mm. That's what you caution, right? Ooh. Yeah. Hmm. We've got talking points. Um. Loisaka? No. Oh. Not him. Volpe. Having a really bad start to September. Mm. Uh, We were very excited about him getting his stats into the, you know, the slash lines that kind of get you there, like a 700 OPS. Uh, He got up to 706, and then that was on August 31st, and he's back down to 688 OPS. He got his slugging up to 411. He's back down to a 396 slugging. Um his on base has never been above 300 and his batting average is now back down to 214. Like he's another week away from what he just having from almost being a 200 or like, you know, in the under 210. You just don't want to see it get so bad. You can't talk about the other stuff that's been good. Defense has been great. 
defense has been really good. Um, like really steady, which I've I've enjoyed a lot. Yeah. I'm gonna enjoy next year. I agree. And I, and I feel yeah. like of late he's made some like pl- real plus plays too. That like. Yeah, the, the, the play in the hole. He had one coming forward, which was like real quick, steady hands. Uh, but but the, yeah, the slash line is. If he he was kind of disappeared at the plate, even like long at bats until he popped the one that our guy Freelick caught. Mm. Even like I didn't, I just felt like I was like uh, he's not even getting like I don't know. It was just I, you were so much focused on Dominguez and and Wells and and DJ doing good that he kind of became an afterthought and and then I was like. He's not even making me my brain register, but I was really, we were really excited. We made a big point of it when he was like trending up three more weeks left. If and I is. think he's on the line there with that 400 slugging that 688, you know, 600, 700, 300 to 400. Like he's on the line, 200, not 292 OBP. Like, come on, dude, just do it. Just get all of those up, go off for the last three weeks. Mm. Yeah. We were, I wanted to see him like try to, take September like storm like I wanted him to like rush September and just um maybe not go crazy or whatever it is power wise but like really get up like three to four hit games every now and then kind of sprinkle those in would love to see more of that and walking I would love to see more walks out of him now and he's if this goes for like a week he like won't be able to put the season into mm. like a Real optimistic point, so I kind of got to get right now so we can have not a really annoying offseason whenever we have to talk about him. Maybe he'll get well, I, th- I think people think I'm really, really hard on him, and I I don't think I am because I think he's the, – the win is he's the shortstop next year. Like, I think he's the starting shortstop next year. The lens might get a little tighter next year, but he's done enough for me to think that he can be – and should be the the guy to have the job next year. And I think he has the skill set to do it offensively even. But so that's the win. But like, yeah, any outside person looking at these numbers or like three years from now, we look back at these numbers and you take away all the stuff, the little things in between the cracks you want to try and say, like there's no defending them right. offensively. That's not, not a good offensive season. Yeah. Like in, in the weeds, yes, there was promising – moments and skill sets that we saw and, and reasons for optimism, but, but yeah, not a good season. Good award, Jim. Good award. Good award. The OBP being so bad is really disappointing. I think you're supposed to be good at that. I'm a big on base guy. Um, let's see. Got an award here. Is this the last award? Uh, this your is last your award. Last yeah. award. Mm. All right. You know what? I'll stay with the same theme. I went with game of Thrones. This one is going to be the One Piece. Well, I don't know what that's about, so give me a description of what One Piece is about. Well, if you guys don't know, there's actually... I'm a big-time anime fan, so I've watched mm-hmm. the whole thing. But You were actually born in anime. Born in anime and then turned into a human. So, there's a new adaptation that came out in Netflix, which is actually the first successful one. Uh, ever made uh, from anime to live. So it was really good. So you can go, you can, you could actually just use that because I'm just using the live adaptation. You know, you're adapting well. Oh, it's King. I knew it was King from the start. Okay. You had to because we had, you know, we had to talk about King. We yeah, just have to yeah. talk about King. 
I needed to show him some love. He's going crazy. And um, I love what Mike King has been doing in this role. Uh, I mean, once again, he's doing all of this, and he's not even up to 100 pitches yet. He hasn't gotten to 100 pitches yet, right, Beavs? 79 pitches? So. 79 this time, right? 9Ks. Looks great. Um, and it, this is a long enough sample size where it's like, King can now say, you know, I think his dad may have told him, hey, just go talk to him, man. You know, we met his dad. We met his dad down in Baltimore. He's a cool guy. You know, he's military. He probably said, yo, just go talk to him. I mean, you guys already probably not going anywhere this season. Go talk to Booney. Tell him you can start. But B, don't, don't like force his hand. Just tell him you're here for the team and you can start. And he said, you think it'll work, dad? And he said, sure. And he went ahead, talked to Boone, and Boone said, you know what? Let's try it out. And that was this has been the best adaptation um, right now. Going from the pen where he was to now starting. We knew he had the arsenal pitches, and he looks great. Mike King, give you your roses. I've been really enjoying it. He's at 79 pitches. So I want to see if they like build him up to 100 over the next course of the next two starts or three starts by the end of the year. Like is his last start of the year complete game shutout? Perfect game. (laughs) Maybe. Why not? Would we be to rule it out? I won't be against it. Uh, How many starts did Nestor have at the end of 21? I think way more than what King is going to have. But remember, it was like uh, you go back to then. Yeah, he got 14 starts, so King's going to get, like, eight, seven. But he's been a fun spot. Really snuck up on me. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, they're doing that. And then it's it's been like, wait, you guys are really doing this. And he's really, like, forcing your hand to do it. Yeah, I, I didn't think he'd get, like, even this stretched out, like, by yeah. the end of the year. The- I, I figured he'd be a essentially an opener mm-hmm. when they That's how I was the looking at this it. year. And that was the addition. Yeah. And I, I would have liked that too. And be like, all right, coming to next year, ready to try starting. I think they didn't even know. I think they were like, maybe that's what this is. And then he just kept going because they didn't come out and say like, we're going to do it. We want to get him this high. Even when we talked to Boone, it was like, no, we're going to see. So good for yeah, King. I don't, I don't recall them like ever saying like, my King's in the rotation until it was like, and King's just starting every five days now, right? But Looks good. Awesome. Love him. One Piece Award for you. The One Piece Award. Oh, it. man. No one deserves to be talked about, really. <laughs> <laughs> kind of tough, right? You want to talk about the 98 Yankees? You want to give an 98 Yankee Award? Um, They're always fun. Talk about Wells saying Posada. <laughs> Threw him up against the column saying, like, you suck. Which I, I actually like that detail. Yeah, me too. Little trouble with Wells calling out the team for being soft is Boomer was like, I'm not going to get on Cashman or Boone, but then it's the player's fault. But then his point was they're coddled and they don't get sent down. That's... Well, the players aren't going to send themselves down, so right. you're actually getting on cash and like he like like at the end of his problem solving math he was like so actually it is cashman's fault he's way too soft on these guys yeah but he that's... thinks he was defending cash but actually you know it became the he person was actually he has the not. biggest issue with yeah 
<laughs> you know, like he back channeled it and like, you know, whatever you call when you you take a device to, apart. And he was like, oh, shit, it is cash. He coddles them. And, and then the other thing with Boomer, who like. Anytime he gets in front of a mic, he's just calling whatever topic the topic is at hand. It, they're too soft for him, you know, right? It's all political and soft. Like every single thing he says is like, well, it's too soft. It's like, okay, well, I don't know. I wish I could like go in with you and be like, yeah, they're too soft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't, you say that about literally everything. You know, if they're they're in the light yesterday. Yeah. If they're in the shithole. Oh, could, could I still say that? (laughs) You know, if they're in the shithole. He said stink call. Oh, stink (laughs) call. <laughs> I was like, why does he think he can't it's say him. that? And I guess like in his head when he says the word stink hole, it's just not a generic insult. He's actually like visualizing a butthole. Yeah. Hole that stinks. Well, that's that's what I thought about. I said shithole. Yeah, you thought the same thing. Uh no, I'm not gonna give that award to uh Wells, but that was cool. At the end the shot of Adamas meeting Jeter was actually the best thing to come out oh, of. Oh, I love that. That was, that was cool. really, really, really cool. I'll give my award to like the IKF award. What are you gonna say about that? Yeah, you have do, to guess who it's going you, to. Do you wonder who uh, it's not IKF. Yeah, it's it the is the IKF award. It's the IKF award. Uh, Cabrera. No, it's going IKF. <laughs> weird move by you. That was I mean, super that, weird. There's one person I thought you, it would for <laughs> sure be a good guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> good stuff, IKF. What? That's, I don't know. He's, it's, um, I have no qualms with him this year. Like, re, like he's not the reason the Yankees are bad in any way whatsoever. Right. Also doesn't have anything to do with them being good. And I, I really don't like K was, and then we're going off. Like he's actually put together a really good season, but his free agency will be interesting. I'm like, I don't know what anyone's talking about anymore. <laughs> the entire organization ha- has no idea what good and bad is anymore. Like he's still a 15% worse than the average player. Tim, I don't know. It seems like you don't like him. right now. If he was a rookie, if, if Oswaldo Cabrera, did what he was doing, playing all the positions, having his mindset, making that money. Mm. Um, you know, the Yankees are trying to, the Yankees had to get, like, they had to wave Bader to get save money. Same team that traded for Donaldson and gave $6 million to a 20% below average utility player. Like, that was just a Rangers text, uh, Rangers Twins masterclass right there. They they work together. So it's like, what happened here, dude? Like, what happened with IKF and Donaldson? A team that is trying to be so frugal on the margins spent so much money over value for those two guys. Nuts. Blows my mind. If he was not making that much money, for an owner who wants to stay under the tax, I wouldn't care. Right. Because if Hal was like, fuck it, I don't care, I, then I also wouldn't care. But if it goes into the margins, it's crazy. That was one of the weird ones. Like, same exact numbers as last year. Yeah, we, 
we like know the Yankees do care about it. If this was the old Yankees were like a big part of their advantage was they can afford to spend money on like marginal players that like is the guy they know they like. Sure. Don't care at all. Get your money. Yeah. I mean, his numbers are worse than last year. Really? Offensively. But the way everyone's talking about him, you would think they're a lot better. Yeah. And I agree. Isn't that, that wild? That it, See, Joe, you didn't even know like that. Hit, That's hit It felt him. different. He had a 261 batting average last year, 247 this year. He had a 314 on base percentage last year, 312 this year. He had a 327 slug, 353. So slugging's up a little bit. OPS is up 20 points. Mm. OPS plus is down. Well, 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 well. Could have fooled me. Right? Because everyone is talking <laughs> about him like they should bring him back. I'm like, what? what's happening, man? I, I just really feel bamboozled sometimes. <laughs> Like, am I watching the same things that you guys are watching? His 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 mentality is awesome. Yes. His mindset, his quotes, the way he's been handling everything is awesome. Crowd was that doesn't that does not change the fact that he's he's not worth six million dollars and and they like they shouldn't like go all out to bring him back. Right. Crowd was shining IKF. They were they? Yeah, when the, when real? when the Yankees got down, I think it was nine to two. They were chanting IKF so he could come out and pitch. That <laughs> sucks for him. It's almost like a meme. It just, yeah, this these numbers are better as the utility guy than as the starting shortstop. Yes, doesn't mean they're great or good. Yeah, good point, peeps. Like it, Stanton homered. <laughs> Yeah, Stanton Homer. First hit since the last Homer. Stan Homer and uh, Old Timers Day was cool, and it, there was like a crop of maybe 10 relievers in a row from the 98 to 2000. I was like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> Who's that guy? Like, he had a call off work to come game. here. I would, like to, I would like to see them play the game. I think that's fully Jeter. I think Jeter... This is my fan fiction. I know nothing, and this is probably wrong, but in my head, they were like, Jeet, will you come? And he was like, I'll come, but I'm not playing the game. You know, Jeet doesn't want to go play the game. But they haven't played the game for a while now. Since not since No, last year was the first one. It was the first time Jeter came back. I think this year's the first time Jeter came back. Yeah, this time. I for, thought for last, old-timers day. What did he come back stadium. for last year? I think they, like, had Jeter night. Yeah, they had a Jeter night. Oh. oh, okay. Maybe then I'm wrong then. And either way, you know Jeter doesn't want to play the game. Put the uniform on, play the and game. Then, he's, and he's like, "But I'll come." And they're gonna they're gonna do well if they get Jeter there. That's my fan fiction. Did well. Yeah, he. I mean, he knows he's like, and he, and he mentioned it in his interview after. Like, he's base. If he's not the youngest, he's one of the youngest old timers. And he so he like has to play if they're playing. And he goes, so he ain't doing that. Well, fan fiction, fan fiction, just some headcanon. That's all. Yep. All right. There's the show. Appreciate you. Go big blue talking giants tonight. BBD is going to be rooting for them. Joe's is a big football fan. I got to fix the flat. 
Joe's, how did how did my Spanish sound on the breakdown? It was hilarious. It was good. I laughed. That was good. I like that. Thanks. Appreciate it. Everyone in the comments, you see them saying uh, that I had a DR accent. You who said that? Some people, some people said Portuguese, and then some people were like Caribbean slash DR, and I was like, well, I was just mimicking Joe's. So you learned it from from a guy from the DR, you know? You have that. Yeah, okay. yeah. I was, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was, <laughs> I, somebody put a TikTok said, it'd be funny to raise a kid to speak like only Spanish, but in a very American accent to it. And everyone just thinks he's, yeah, he knows mira. thinks he's like patronizing. <laughs> tu mirando? Yeah. Someone, is that a Dominican phrase? What? Mirando? They could say it like that because it's supposed to be the correct way to say it is estás. Um estás yeah. mirando. Someone in the comments said like when you said que tu ta mirando like as a Dominican, like I laughed my ass off. Like that's a DR phrase or something like that. Because I sent you the it. voice note. <laughs> I know. I was I was playing your voice notes and then doing it. If anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, I did a breakdown recently of Acuna and Oviedo and I did a Spanish lip reading voiceover. Que tu mira. <laughs> he was super excited, upset. Don't look at me. Yeah. Don't look at each other. That's all. Yeah. All right. See you guys. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. Hey everybody, it's Talking Jake here, and I want to tell you about a new podcast and video series you're not going to want to miss, The Deal. Every week, A-Rod and Bloomberg reporter Jason Kelly speak with big-time athletes, entertainers, executives, Maria Sharapova, Strahan, Jeter, and more. The Deal takes you behind the scenes into those worlds of sports, media, and entertainment. From Bloomberg Podcasts and Bloomberg Originals, you can listen to The Deal on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts.